Today on our show, we're counting down. Oh, so difficult. The top 10 oh, yeah. rock songs of the 1980s. Nice one. Hit it, Polly. God, I love that one. Great song. Clearly didn't make it to our list. No, it didn't. <laughs> and I should mention this, folks. I consulted with someone, I, I, a professional in my estimation. Ooh, one okay. of the true rock aficionados I know. She's known to both of us, Paulie. Buffy. Right. right? Okay, yep. Birth name Lisa. Doesn't matter. We call her Buffy. <laughs> Irrelevant. Yes. She's blonde. And she has, not only has, she, has this been a focus for m- much of her life, she's actually met most of the people that are probably going to be on our list, Paul. Like, I've, got, I've seen pictures of her with like Ronnie James Dio and all the members of, a lot of members of KISS. Ironically, unlike Hollow Notes, there's no kiss on my list. What? <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so, so, oh, geez. Yeah. So, she says that song's not right. Well, this is what she I says. Disagree. No, no, I agree. And, and this is the thing. That's one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, song. it wasn't a clean, like, no. It was what it was, was she, she presented this. She said, because I said to her, you know, does rock kind of mean hard rock? No, because it can, and it goes it can beyond and that. It can and Because, like, you know, for example, there's a band called REO Speedwagon which is typically considered Americana like rock, but most of their songs sound like motherfucking Air Supply. And she said, I was wondering the same thing. I love all the AOR, which stands for Adult-Oriented Rock Bands, like Ario, Journey, Toto, Foreigner, Boston, Yada. Toto's more pop than rock. Uh, you, you'd argue. At least the mainstream Some of, like Hold the Line is very rocky. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So she said, but they straddle the line between soft rock and easy listening. They probably are rock, but only like soft or yacht rock. When I think 80s rock, I think hard rock, hair metal. There's yeah, also the question of whether... Buffy. Yeah, but she says there's also the question of whether rock means an up-tempo song or whether ballads qualify because all the hair bands have at least one yeah, ballad. I didn't put ballads in there. I kept ballads way off my list. Okay, so me which, too. Which I'm not saying you shouldn't have. You could have. No, no, but here's the thing. Me too. So in my list... I rock bands. I went rock songs. Rock songs, absolutely. doesn't matter band, right? But, uh, but to, to that point, I think that basically the more hair... The, the singer has, sure. the more like a rock song it is, or hard rockish. I'm sure. not sure. I do hear you, and I do want to interject here to say, my name is Paul. Oh, my name is Wayne. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> we count down stuff in order of you don't have to today. Clearly, 80s rock songs, and you are, of course, listening to the podcast where we uh, do Talk this kind shit? of thing. Episode 460 of the show. Nope, 49. 59 was last, last week's uh, most anticipated uh, films. Ah, yes, I so remember. This is the one coming out after that. Brilliant. So look, there's a great little introduction to how difficult some of these lists are. And I know that we don't typically get as many people listening to our music episodes as we do some of the other ones. And I want to have a huge shout out, which we're going to talk a bit more about in a moment. The top 10 films of 2023, one of the most downloaded episodes ever, certainly in the first week, may even have come very close to breaking our wow, record. because we have, um, we have, we have we Jason friends. on exactly. and because you broke, the, broke our internet with your <laughs> meme, which took the world by storm. We spoke about that one recently as well. Yeah. Look, uh, I I think this one might have legs because maybe a lot of our listeners, even though you're not as old as us, I mean, people know of the people 80s. People love the 80s. People You've love 80s, 80s music. Exactly. It is it is an era unto its, uh, itself. Absolutely. And withstands the test of time. And there are a couple of songs on this list which I would suggest to you, if they were released, maybe not today, but released five years ago, people would know the difference. So Agreed. That's how good There's some, some, some timeless shit out there. Timeless. That's the word I am looking for. Look, then Wayne, without any further ado, let's get into it then. We're the segment which kicks off most shows. It's called The Recount. Who wants a recount? Who? 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 Who wants a recount? Who? 
count as our mail list, Paul. Who wrote in today? Well, look, here's a little tidbit for you all. Charles Morris is a regular, not over the top at all, emailer to us. And we tend to read his emails out because no one uses email anymore except Charles. And we love it. I, I use Just it occasionally, quietly. but yes. Just, I, mean, I mean, in terms of oh, feedback. It's, it's old school now for us, but I love it. Before we get to Charles' email, which he entitled The Best of the Best, I do want to have a shout out here to Richard Sims, who on our Patreon page <laughs> called us out for our overly simplistic analysis of well, the oh, you mean American political system. Yes, we acknowledge that in our Absolutely. dumbest. Absolutely. Things of 2023 episode. Thank you, sir, though, for your patronage and your support of the show. Charles said in his best of best email, my two favorite podcasts in one sitting. I could not ask for a better gift in 2024. Of course, talking about Jason from Binge Movies coming along to join the show. Totes. It was one of my favorite conversations I ever listened to you guys have. I didn't fully express my gratitude in my previous email. I really want you to know that your podcast were the highlights of the last few years. Insight and humor and discovery of all these details of the world of cinema that you have shared with the world is something that I would not trade for all the king's gold. Oh, that's lovely. Wow. And then discovering Jason in Binge Movie 3 has just been the cherry on top of the Sunday. It was an absolute joy to hear the show and Jason's sentiments towards you that I echo wholeheartedly. And then Wayne picked The Flash as number five. <laughs> <laughs> Here is to a great year for us all. Could not endorse that any harder. Thank you, Charles, for your email and the very kind words. And 100% agree with you, Ree Jason, who is a podcasting king amongst mortals. True that. So, I yeah, love the guy. We do love him. Do check out his show, Binge Movies if you have not got on board Thank yet. you, Charles Vincent. He goes by Vincent, by apparently. Oh, does he? Enough. Shit. He does. That's okay. My apologies, Charles. Vincent, he does say sincere thanks, Vincent. My heartfelt apologies, Vincent, for that. All right, then, let's do this. Let's on do the it. other side of... Nope, let's just do it, Wayne. Your number 10, best rock song, sir. I feel like my number one is not better than yours, but I hope it's in your list. Here it is, though, right? Um, music is like Everything's subjective. Whenever you do a music, or any list, really, you want to have a few like underhanded bangers here and sure. there. You're like, oh, you didn't think of this one now, did you? But of course, everyone thinks of everything, so fuck it. My number 10 is uh, fairly obvious, but I have always considered this, I don't know, kind of a stalwart of this genre of music. Uh, it's Jump by Van Halen. Yes, of course. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. David Lee Roth, so... When I got to him, it was like 1986, and he was doing covers of California Girls, you know, like the, the Beach Boys songs and things like that. But um, I do actually, when I think of hair metal, I think of him jumping around on stage. And he's also very, I don't know, his stage presence is his stage presence. So, uh, you know, jump by Van Halen, not Criss Cross, but Van Halen. <laughs> Let's hear it, Polly. Where do you specify? <laughs> Here we go. pre-chorus that can't you see them yeah, I've choice. always liked that it's a little minors and stuff very cool so yeah jump Van Halen a lot of hair 100 degree and also a very very big drum set there so oh uh, you can't ha- you cannot be on a hair metal band without like 2000 cymbals and shit like that so you know work out work out I'm very interested to hear your number 10 Polly my number 10 is from a band which I thought I was one of the only people that liked a lot yet obviously if they're still going around the traps these days and your drummer's only got one arm. Oh, you oh must, my God. You must, it's going to be low if it's what I think it is. You must be pretty bloody good at what you do. And this was their heyday, the late 80s, the early 90s. From 1987, 
Pour some sugar on me. Low! By Def Leppard. No, low! I almost had Rocket here. I debated all out to yesterday evening, back and forth in between Rocket and Pour Some Sugar Oh, wait, wait. If there's a Def Leppard argument, it is between Rocket... Sorry, it's between Pour Some Sugar and fucking Hysteria. Surely, Anna. Surely. I like Rocket. Rocket's a great... To be fair, Rocket is more rocky. (laughs) Hysteria is a little melody. So, I get it. And again, stuck... uh, Got away from, from those particular ones. But I did particularly enjoy this... British band again, shockingly. Yeah, there's a couple of Brits out there. It is. Uh, so here we go with uh, my favourite part of one of my favourite rock songs of the 80s, which I'm sure my wife's going to appreciate as well because it's one of the only songs we agree on. Really? Pour some sugar on me. This is such a good fucking song, man. Like, and when it comes down to like fucking like the the harsh the raspy rock voice, this is good because it's controlled. See, so I've always dug this. By the way, Stone Temple Pilots do this really awesome acoustic cover of this song. You should absolutely look it up. I have heard it. I had it on my old iTunes for a long, long time. It's good stuff. Excellent. It's good stuff. They Um, were. They are an excellent band, but they were even better, of course, when Scott Wayland was alive. So. Yeah, lead singer Phil. No, who? No, Rick Savage. No, who's the lead vocals? Joe Elliott. There you go. <laughs> oh no, since nineteen ninety-two. I didn't know it was before that. I don't know. <laughs> we obviously don't know fuck all about this. If Buffy's listening, she's like these fucking retards. <laughs> ah, I'm trying to balance four different things here while I'm talking. <laughs> um, no, he, he, I've got look, a soundboard. I got your list. I got YouTube. I got my list. Absolutely. So. Like no one's expecting you to wear every hat, Paul. <laughs> so I could edit it all out. But that wouldn't be authentic. No, no, no. Be authentic. Yes, no. Uh, I'm surprised it's this low for you, Paul. We used to we used to rock out on this thing back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this album, Hysteria, is absolutely fantastic. They're by far the best album. Though they did have a little bit of I do like uh, Let's Get Rocked from Adrenalize what the in the fuck? early '90s. See that rock? I remember. Um, do you not want to get rocked, Wayne? This is the thing. That that song was all like, "It's a booze of rock is out of the question." I'm like, "What kind Ugh. of year nine bullshit is this?" But all right. <laughs> Fine. Also, that was this weird CGI music. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was one of the earliest clips. I think that was done CGI. Yeah, okay. And that wasn't about, for about me. As good this as album fucking was fucking Seinfeld bloody bot version, AI version. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. No. So uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Low, but great. I'm glad it's on well, your list. I guess we'll see how high it goes. What's your number nine? Uh, my number nine. I'm not sure what kind of white people these are. It might be British people. I'm not sure this band. Excellent. I think Buffy happy again. I feel like okay. It's White Snake. You remember this band? I do know White Snake. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Personally, now, but that's not to knock anyone else's choices. Now, so, when whence I was a younger and I was watching MTV, in View Americans, MTV is a channel for you. Over here, it was actually a show that was on at like 11 o'clock at night. And it was, you know, just people just doing things. Anyway, I heard of White Snake because they were on there. And he seemed to have Can a we rewind pseudo- that statement for a moment? Wayne has described MTV as a show where people did things. That's right. <laughs> Quite apt, I think you'll find, Interchangeable, Paul. maybe, but sure. Yeah, you know... <laughs> Anyway, these people had a lot of hair. And this song I always thought was cool because of the way that... Well, I guess... Look, I think when you're coming to um, a rock band thing or rock songs, 
you wanna if you wanna put a number on it, you wanna go north of 120 beats per minute, and you kind of want a lot of lead guitar because of the white people. Ooh. So, um, do we want lead guitar? You, want, you really want lead preferably guitar. preferably distorted. Now, lead here's guitar. the thing: a, a few of my things. Well, that's more 90s and 80s. But well, not really, not really, Paul, because there was a lot of this going. For me, I think as long as there's a bit of delay on that pedal, you don't have to have that much distortion. This one, of course, actually, now that I think about it, I don't know how much distortion's on it. It's called "Here I Go Again." Uh, let's hear it, Paulie. Now, they had another song called Is It Love or Is This Love? But that's a little ballady. So this one here I really like because of just that odd, like, it's like a slightly offbeat. Ba-boom, ba-boom, you know. Yeah. I kind of yeah, dug it. It's not a bad it, song. So, not yeah. song. I just never really got into white. I don't know why. I, sh- I probably should have. I given. don't think they were. Th- in my head, they were not as popular as any of these other people that we might talk about. But um, yeah, there we are. Uh, old, oddish favorite for me. Okay. My number nine is a true American heavy metal 80s. Stalwart, mm. and mm. I don't know if they, I think they're still still touring to this day. They're still active. If you're an '80s band, you're not still touring. But you they, are leaving money on the table, people. But they are breaking up. They've broken up several times, or at least a couple of times, and apparently got back to you in 2018. I'm talking a bloke in this band who ended up with Pamela Anderson. Oh my God, Motley Crue! I'm talking about Motley Crue. So, by the way, Buffy has met Tommy Lee. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there so you Tommy go. Lee, the man aforementioned, Vince Neil, of course, Nikki Six, and then John Five, because why not? If there's a guy named Nikki Six, and you should be named John Five. <laughs> My favorite album of theirs came very late in the eighties and had two absolute bangers that I again warred with myself over. Originally, I started with the other one, then I said on this one. I originally wanted to have Dr. Feel that's Good. That's what I thought you would put in. Because sh- I, I love that song. listen to it endlessly. But I have to admit, over time, since we got out of the 80s and into this last decade or so, Kickstart My Heart oh my God. has supplanted <laughs> Dr. Feelgood as my favorite Motley Crue song. And by the way, I only put one song in here per band. I could have had a couple. Like Def Leppard could have had a couple in here. But I wanted to keep it... Uh, interesting. Interesting. In that way. I'm not saying it was. We didn't agree no, on that. No, no, no. Absolutely. You could have absolutely. nine songs from Whoever White Snake else. if you wanted to. <laughs> I don't think they've got nine suits, but never mind. <laughs> All right, so this is my favorite part of Kickstart My Heart, my favorite Motley Crue song. Here we go. If that doesn't get you going, yeah, okay, it's a that's that's a pretty high. Uh, that is a song that will there. lose your license fucking quicker than most. <laughs> you know, I don't mind telling you, Paul, that as a youngster, when I heard that song, I would sing "Kickstart My Fart." Oh, well, so. that's fair. <laughs> and uh, some would suggest expected. <laughs> what do you got? Okay. Uh, now my number eight. This is where we go a little diversionary-ish, people, um, because this band doesn't have as much hair as you might want. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, the lead guitarist slash singer of it is a guy who I really like. His name's David Gilmore. Okay. This is um this is Learning to Fly by Pink Floyd. And it isn't as up tempo, but it's there's a lot of guitar wait, wait. going on. So you're doing a cover? Oh my god. No, no, Learning to Fly is 
No, Learning to Fly is the original song. Well, this is the original song that Pink Floyd covered. Yeah, you're thinking of Tom Petty, Learning to Fly? That's a different song. Oh, okay, sorry. No, this is... Uh, My this, bad. Yeah, from the 80s, so that's nice. Uh, <laughs> thank fuck. <laughs> yeah, thank fuck. But um, this song here, uh, th- what they're doing with the with the, with the axe, they... All right, or maybe it's synth, I'm not sure. But I have always, always thought this was one of the best songs of the 80s, not it's just, just rock. Okay, so I, I misheard you say it's someone doing Pink Floyd, but it is Pink Floyd. No, it is Pink Floyd. More than fair, okay. That is a great, isn't that a great song? song, and I'm a little annoyed at myself for missing it. I'm sorry, again, this the beat isn't that up tempo, but it's like so heavy, like boom, 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 boom. so uh, yeah, big huge fan of that. Even though I'm not much of a Pink Floyd the Wall fan, kind of not the Roger. What's his oh, name? The Breaking the Wall is great. Yeah, look, it's it's amazing, but this is my shit right here. And David Gilmour as a guitarist, fuck me, he's like got this odd, cool old Englishman thing going on as well that I really dig. So, yeah. Great choice. Love it. Well played, sir. My number eight, then, is perhaps the most alternative of my choices Ah, on this list. I wondered if you were going to do something like this, Paul. Well, we didn't call it alternative rock. We didn't exclude alternative rock. Absolutely not. You could put the cure on this list if you wanted to. It's not quite the cure, Wayne, but it's close. It's the Smiths. Yeah. Is it it How Soon Is Now? Of course it is. It's a great fucking song. That's why. It's Ah, I'm glad glad you're... Obviously, (laughs) Morrissey. Morrissey, look. look. Now, we, we... you know, I've got my uh, qualms with Morrissey. We from both do, Paul. A long time ago. Here's what happened, everyone, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We were in high school. In fact, this is one thing Paul and I have in common. We both dated people who absolutely adored the Smiths and Morrissey. Yeah. Okay. And so, for me, it was my longtime girlfriend who was literally went to go see him live in Sydney. We flew to Sydney to see him for wow. God's sake. Okay. That's more than That's I've done. That's huge, for right? And by the way, he's like, can't. Right? They were singing. Was he? Yeah, they were singing Happy Birthday, and he's like, it's, it's just too late. It was the other day. You know, I'm like, shut the fuck up, Marcy. You've got a whole bunch of people singing you Happy Birthday. Why don't you eat a dick? And then like. Paul, in high school, had a girlfriend who was a big fan of the Smiths. She was all alternative, and she used to wear floral dresses with Doc Martens. Yeah. And um, she, yeah, so, you know, there was a lot of that going on. But but I've, over time, the music has won out over my... You know why? Yeah. Charmed. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that the helps. TV, although that was a psychedelic verse, but never mind. Yeah, the, the, their version. They're doing this, but this, this is still a good song. This is a cracking track. Another English band from Manchester, which Manchester has done, produced an extremely impressive amount of... Incredibly oh, talented so bands much hair over the years, <laughs> but these these guys weren't big hair either. If that's the quite the criteria, no, they were a whole different thing. They were the they were the like you're trying to you're trying to get nailed by a goth kind of. That's yes. what you listen to. Yo, here. This is very gothian, very alternative. And as the decades have gone by since its release, I I didn't mind the song and I liked the song and now I love the song. No, it's good and it's perpetually on my phone, which is the first place I go to. Which of these 600 songs fit into this criteria here? Isn't it cool how your phone is now the Walkman? It, it is. I do love that. And better than a Walkman because Way you can better. just fucking press play and find the song you want rather than having to fast forward, rewind, exactly. do whatever. and no wires. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or rewinding. All right, so here is my choice. The Smiths, how soon is now with my favorite part of said song. Shut up, I can't 
that's cool. I wanted to get that in there before I fired it. No, the, the the I think the guy responsible for that is Johnny Marr, who is yes. the yeah, and he's like kind of legendary when it comes to alt alt rock guitarist type things. So uh, I am a big fan of that one. I always used to make fun of Morrissey's and then I started listening to Dave Matthews and they're all doing the same thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm looking at a, a picture of Morrissey from six years ago. Fucking good Nick for six years ago. Given his age, he must be. I actually think he's 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 uh, he might be ill. I'm not sure. Oh, but, yeah. sorry. Well, again, I'm only looking at six years. He's still ago. around, so yeah, absolutely. No, he's uh, no, he's doing all right. He's yeah. He's again, he's still got hair. So <laughs> that's better, nice. better than some of us will be doing it, it, at it. that particular age. Nice way. Watch your number seven. Okay, so my number seven uh, again. This one is a little. And after this, they all get very very hair bandy. But this guy hasn't got quite as much hair as the other <laughs> either. So I, I love the way. <laughs> The biggest offense you've made <laughs> so far is not enough hair. Sorry, everyone. Well, for a baldy like me, you know, it's something you think about. But this uh, this particular gentleman was once a member of what I think we can all agree is a classic rock band, the Eagles. Mm. Uh, but don't worry, it's not Glenn Frey. It's Don Henley. And I think this song is one, is on my list of my favorite songs ever. Ooh. It's called The Boys of Summer. Oh. Right? And uh, what is great about this song, <laughs> yeah, is that, I mean, we're talking guitars, Paul. Gone Henley's done this thing here where he's decided to make the guitar sing like a seagull. It sounds like a seagull. Like, ee, 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 ee. It sounds like in the part you're cool. about to play, or I don't know if just, it's on this part. But oh. let's, let's just hear this part here because it really is a great, great song. A lot of people say he says that a lot of people say, "Is this about baseball?" I don't know why. It's it's called the Boys of Summer. I guess they call that baseball, but like it's more about just if you look at the music video as well, it's a lot of uh, black and white. Yeah. Him getting Ryan and he's talking about your Ray Bans, Wayfarers, this that. I just love every part of it. It makes me feel like summer to me, even though I've only been to Cali once or twice. Go ahead, Polly. Hit we. <laughs> we have summer in other parts of the world. Damn it, that's true, okay. especially here. here hit us go. with some Boys of Summer. Right? Little, uh, I don't know. I just love that thing. It's, it's, good, it's good stuff, right? So there you go. Boys of Summer, Don Henley, my number seven. I wonder if, in reflection, mm. one of the reasons why these episodes don't generally do as well is because we just play a snippet and everyone wants to hear more and we fade it out. Yeah, we I don't... think you fade out too quick. <laughs> Let's give it a full, depends on what you like. Well, more I... than 30 seconds. I know there's supposed to be some copyright well, crap. I'm pretty sure we play anything we can be done for copyright. I don't think we're popular enough to anyone to No one this. gives a shit when you only get the number of downloads we get, which is you and me and, and our mums. So. That's right. <laughs> It might be Buffy on this episode. That's right. By the way, Buffy's boyfriend has so much hair. I'm just saying. It all makes sense. Then, I'm just it? saying. It just makes sense. <laughs> My number seven is a song that I was massive of in 1989. 89. Probably a band which I assume, or an artist, I assume my parents should have been down on had they paid attention to what I was listening to. But because I was a child of the 80s, they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Go on. This is a guy who would bite the heads off chickens, apparently. Oh, my God. On stage and have pythons and shit wrapped around him and have so much makeup on, kiss with jealous. I'm talking about Alice Cooper, obviously. Also met by Buffy. All right, there you go. And without a doubt, my favorite song of his by a million trillion miles. And not just because of the fetching lass in the... Clip. I know what, what you're talking about. Go on. It's poison. Poison. <laughs> yes, everyone on MTV at 11 o'clock at night, which is when they could play this, the music video for Poison had nipples in it. And there was nipples all over the place. Do you know that this song... Female is- nipples. <laughs> 
Sorry, just to clarify. This song, I was searching for on the radio. Remember those days before you could have any copy of anything and you'd try and record, record it off the radio? radio? And This was one I was seeking out actively, trying to find it, listening to the top five or whatever the hell yeah, it was. Yeah, and usually the damn radio, the radio DJ is like, well, that's number five for me, Mother Snatch. And then it's like, well, you fucking shut up. Exactly. And you're trying to fade out on your own with a double, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, you'd be on MTV trying to hit record on your video player. <laughs> Can I possibly get those? I mean, no. <laughs> All right, here's my favorite part of Alice Cooper, my favorite or his favorite song. My favorite song, probably his favorite song too, let's face it. Poison. This song, when it came out, the, think about this song, right? It's all about, I want you too much, poison, you're going to poison me, venomous, this, that. And I'm thinking as a child, you know, I'm like, yeah, bitches can kill you, can't they? <laughs> like, if you like, <laughs> it's like, I bet you women are dangerous. I haven't had any, but it seems like they might be, by the way. I believe- Alice Cooper says it, then <laughs> it Cooper must fucking it. well be. Although, you know, he also wrote a song called Only Women Bleed. Yes. And which is like ballad, the most ballad of the most, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, wow, this guy's yeah. got a bit of range here. Well, I think that's important in an artist as well, to be Absolutely. honest. Absolutely. You no, want them to mainly go down the road, but every time they deviate to something else, yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers under the bridge. Absolutely. And you know what? For a guy biting heads off chickens on stage and stuff like mm-hmm. that, like he's that's definitely created a brand. Yeah. So there you are. All right. All right. What do you got for number six? Yo, so number six, check this out, people. All right. I came across this song purely by chance, and I was like, oh, this is great. It sounds like an old 80s song, is it? I then checked on other, you know, and it turns out it is. It is, in fact, a little-known British band, I believe, called The Outfield. Never heard of them. Yeah, I know. Okay, they're called Outfield, I think. And the song is called Your Love. We're going to go straight from the beginning on this one, because if you listen to this, right, one, it's the most hair metal-y, rocky of rock rock sounds ever, but I think it's actually excellent, and it should be more well-known. For some reason, I don't think they popped like these other folks we're talking about. Give it a listen. It's called Your Love by Out. Given I've got no idea what you're talking about, that seems to that seems to track. Absolutely. Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many things that I wanna say. You know I like my girls a little bit older. I just wanna use your love tonight. Here we go, Polly. I've never heard that song. I know, but it's really, it's really, really cool. And like that whole Steely Dan shit that was that was like, you know what it sounded like to me? What? Sting. Mm, maybe that's why I like the it. voice sounded very stingy. Well, they're all Brits, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they, it's like yeah, I feel a, a British band as well. I believe so. I the believe next so. video on the YouTube app, which I'm using to play these things, says the top 21 hit wonders of the 80s. Obviously, it's part of that. Oh. I've not heard, again, I've not heard of them or anything other than this song. I'm just saying like that would explain why. Total gag, right? But uh, yeah, no, I think um, I'm pretty sure, let's see, we got uh, John Spinks, Tony Lewis, Alan Jackman. I don't know any of these folks. So absolutely, I'd say one hit wonder. But what a great hit. If you listen to that whole song, people, I reckon you'd like it if you're into this kind of music. One guy talking. Fair enough. My number six started at number two and kept sliding as I considered more and more songs. Full disclosure on Friday, which as you mentioned, was a public holiday, maybe not in this recording. 
was a public holiday, I got together a whole bunch of people and I put it out there to them of a similar age and ilk to us. Excellent. I did the same thing. People five, six years younger than us and a couple of people a couple of years older than us. Good. And they gave their feedback. And so we then one of them just put on a, a random 80s rock song playlist. And everyone was like, oh, this one. Which one? Oh, that it? one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the best this thing about one these things. This one was universally agreed should be in this list. Ooh. It's a song, Wayne, that will begin our final episode of the show. Really? Yeah. Oh God, I know what it is. <laughs> I fucking know what it is. All right, this one. Look, I'm not a, I'm not as big a fan of this one, but I understand. I just got through saying your song must be a one-hit wonder, at least you know. I'm not a fan of the band. I'm a fan of this song. Well, I don't know anything else. This band, Europe. I'm about to give you an edu- education. It is Europe. It is the final countdown. Here is everything you need to know about Europe in 30 seconds. Are we ready, Wayne? Hit it. They are a Swedish rock band that was formed in Upland's Vasby. By lead vocalist Joey Tempest, guitarist John Norum, bassist Peter Olsen, and drummer Tony Reno in 1979. And they achieved their major breakthrough in 1982, winning the televised competition Rock SM, Swedish Rock Championships. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> They've released 11 studio albums, three live albums, three compilations, and 24 music videos. Only one of them matters a fuck, Wayne. It is this one, the final countdown. Here we go. Venus or Venus? He's heading to Venus. Venus. He's heading to Come Venus. On. Okay, Come fair on. enough. <laughs> oh, you're right. He's going to different. He's going out of space. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There was this uh, '80s movie called The Final Countdown with uh, Martin Sheen and a few other folks in it, where the USS Nimitz travels in time back to Pearl Harbor and fucks everyone up. I don't know if they used this on that movie, but they should. I'm sure they that did. That film feel like '84. This one was. 86. I reckon it predated this song. Yeah, what a damn shame. Maybe they used it in the promos on TV. Um, Wayne, well, guess what? We are, therefore, coming up to our number fives. And oh, that no, means oh, no. I know what you're going to do. That means... I know what you're going to do. With thanks to listener to the show. <laughs> I know what you're going to do, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Just fucking do it. I want to hear it now. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Stephen Burns oh, for God. this one. <laughs> uh, we acknowledge that now there you are thank now, you I wonderful assume, joke Stephen. I assume that's not on your list well, like, is it, okay okay all right, all right, all right, I can neither confirm nor deny alright fair enough but, good uh, yeah anyway alright well thankfully my number five is even though we're all talking about white people playing music this band is called Asia <laughs> And I've always loved this song. It was on the soundtrack to the 40-year-old version, which is where I heard it again. And I went, oh, what a great yeah. play that is. Yep. Yep, okay. Let's listen to the heat of the moment, Polly. How do you feel about women in the 80s having less hair than men in the 80s? <laughs> oh, I'm not a fan, Paul. And I know what you're talking about. There was a lot of that short crop thing going on. Look, it's great on some women, 
but not many. So, <laughs> so uh, anything else want to say about that song? Why Honestly, it strikes you as such? I, th- I th- well, the opening, the that riff is quite iconically wonderful and good, and I also like the tone the guy's got. But also, it's quite a bit of synth in here at the same time. Mm. So, so tickling about, that fancy of yours? Well, that's the thing. When I think 80s, I actually think of synth. I don't think so much of guitars. But obviously, they've both got their place, and they're right in this song. So, you know, the heat of the moment, Asia. Not sure what's going on with the title band. I know nothing about the band. I only know this song. So, yeah, big fan. Okay. My number five is by one of the greatest Australian rock bands ever. I wanted ever, to throw that. Go ever on. produced. Let's go. Full stop. They have a bevy of songs that you could choose from. Their, unfortunately, their career or their, what's the word looking for here? Success was cut short by the tragic death of the lead singer, Michael Hutchins. Oh, I thought you were going to say Akadaka. All in right. An auto-erotic Look, accident we, gone we've awry. We've all been there, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably just enough years have passed by for that joke to, right. to learn away. Just. <laughs> I'm talking in excess, of yeah, course. but which one? Yeah, exactly. Because you could go with, from this decade alone, you could probably go with 10 Eight to ten bangers that they put out. I don't like to use that word normally, but I have to for in excess. No, it's a banger. Um, but I've gone with their f- my favorite album of theirs, which is Kick mm-hmm. from 1987. Most of my songs are from that latter part of the 80s. And this one is their most commercially successful song, which is why I went with it. You could have Kick on here. You could have Mystify on here. Mm-hmm. Instead, I've gone with Need You Tonight. Yeah, there you go. It's probably the least headbangy slash big hairy song on my list, but dear God, is it memorable. Do you know that, that the riff? The ank, ank, ank. Wait. What are we doing? That's a prick to fucking play. <laughs> well, For me, anyway. I, well, I can imagine it is because it is absolute fucking gold, as is this song. Here we go. Play that one out. Yeah, and even that that's really it's quite difficult for me. <laughs> and then yeah, it goes into that that track where they're just doing the VD8 yep. activate. Yeah. Love that shit too. The, the, it was honestly like every chick like Michael Hutchins back in oh. the day, right? And I've even heard this from my own ex-girlfriend who said, you know what's good about Michael Hutchins and why women want him? Why? Everything. Well, they said because he's such a dirty fuck, he's going to fuck you real well, clearly, dirty. If he's choking himself out. Hey, we all do it, Paul. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> but like, but, but this is the thing. Like, you're up to him for such one Such a good thing. looking bloke, but he'd it's also good... do everything you want to. Okay. Yeah, well, remember that him and Paula Yates or whoever yeah. it was? And she said he did like 12 illegal things to me that night. I'm like, what exactly are those things? Are there 12? I don't know what. This is clearly publicity. Very sad story, of course, the whole family. But anyway. There you are. Great song and very proud to have it here on my list, number nice five. One. We're going to have to jump back to you, Paul, because my number four is Pour Some Sugar. You don't want to play it. a little bit of your, your section you liked? I think we've heard we've it. We've heard it? All right. Yeah, we're good. We're Bouncing good. back to me. The only crossover thus far. I wonder if we'll have any more before we finish up. Doubtful based on the best of my rest of my list. My number four won't be on your list, Wayne. It, this is probably, if you've had, what were the hell they called before? The one that no one ever heard of? Oh, Outfield? Yeah. Well, my one probably people have heard of, but maybe not much. Okay. Interesting. The lead singer of Foreigner goes out and makes his own way in the world. Say so you will. No, that was Foreigner. Uh, go on, go on. Lou Graham. Oh, is that the guy? Yeah. Oh, wait. Are you going re- to play Midnight Blue? I am going to play Oh, Blue. my God. <laughs> 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 I'm 
another song, which is you like this one. I love this fucking song, right? <laughs> and I don't know. I, th- I had it on whatever it was, eighty nine, right on track. Or yeah, eighty nine, right on track was a great, uh, great mixing album. By the way, uh, American listeners, eighty seven, eighty seven, right on track. I'm my, sorry, my bad. Uh, American listeners, we used to have compilation albums that yeah. came out here. That one is like a banger, as it were. Love it. Yellow this cover. song, and then it had fallen. I have to be honest here. About four years ago, David Powell, patron extraordinaire, one of the co-hosts of the We Watch the Thing podcast, mm-hmm. check him out. Wonderful show. He put up on Facebook a thing about listen to this banger, which not enough people know about. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that song. That song is my, and it has not left my playlist. I play it. I know every word. This one. This one. Midnight fucking blue. Doesn't have fucking in there, by the way. No, it doesn't have any fucking blue. You know, the only thing is, he seems to say Cherry Red a shit time, long well, time. it did make me laugh. He says it a fuckload he of times. twice. But he says it, it's either Midnight Blue or Cherry Red. And then later on he goes, I'm going to paint your heart Cherry Red. Yeah, so. and I'm like, bitch, just give up with the Cherry Red. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you caught onto the same thing that annoys it me. It is, because it's annoying. It's the like, only thing that annoys It's like he's really it. proud of he thought of the color Cherry Red. What the <laughs> fuck? So, <laughs> anyway, let's hear it though. It is a nice song. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Very funny. I thought I was the only idiot in the world that would jump on that. <laughs> no, no, shit. it's really fucking sticks out. Love the beat. <laughs> I love how catchy it is. You know what? This was 1987. Love the color cherry red. Yeah. <laughs> My dick hole is cherry red, Lou. That's for you. Uh, but <laughs> it's actually pinkish. Uh, but <laughs> it's like, if you don't like dick hole like a dog. Like a dog. <laughs> Bit of lipstick. Uh, I remember being in year seven. Over here, that means... End of seventh primers. grade. Well, it was for us now. For us, nineteen eighty-seven was year seven. So, yep. like, and in the sense, have you heard of this song, Midnight Blue? And then someone rocked it out. Great song. Nice work. I didn't expect that. It's actually a little mellow for what I was expecting from you, Paulie. But there yeah, you are. Love it, nonetheless. Speaking of somewhat mellow, Ooh. my number three. Segway. My number three is uh, often I, you know, as you might imagine from a podcast like this, I hear songs on movies and then it becomes a fave of mine. Same. I, I can I totally relate to the experience. Right. So my number three is. St. Elmo's Fire, uh, which is, um, can it, does it say there what the, what the brand John is? Parr. John Parr, that's right. Now, John Parr has quite a bit of hair. So, <laughs> I gave Paul the link, okay, and then I what wrote What more does he fucking want? I was rolling like- What more do I, you want, what, listeners? What, what if he gives me the link, why would you want to know the name of the artist? I just forgot to that's write ridiculous. it on my income box. <laughs> you are unreasonable people to a person. Fuck my balls, motherfucker. <laughs> Paul's iPad just fell on the floor almost. Almost. Uh, anyway, um, no, but here it is. So first of all, check out the guy's mullet. Fucking huge. Yeah, it's pretty big. It's got a pretty big mullet. Yeah. So I figured it was okay. But also... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it made my list. So it made my list. No, I... Top 10 fucking rock band mullets. <laughs> well, you know what? The chorus of this song, right? Because I guess it is part of the chorus, but it feels like the pre-chorus. He's just spitting out words and then... Hey, love of fire. And it's like... I always loved that thing. Amazing. So, why, you know, why would you go anywhere else? Just, just hit it, Paul. Just hit it. St. Elmo's Fire is such a banging ass song. I love this shit. Hit it.
Yeah, okay. Right? No, you don't yeah. need one? I love Let the team down, Wayne. <laughs> I don't... Mostly because you know the name of the artist, but anyway. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and a Roblo was in a movie. All right. <laughs> Not the same thing. Uh, yes, there you go. My favorite. Polly, Polly. Wayne, my number three is our best chance for another crossover. I do firmly believe. Ooh, then maybe it is if the one. This one is not on your list. I'm surprised, not upset, but just surprised. <laughs> All right, let's disappointed. Do it. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not upset. I'm just disappointed. Paul. Yeah, exactly. It is from a Canadian rocker. Oh god, it is. It's my number two. Sorry, keep going. Does it have the word summer in the title? Oh yeah. Yeah, it does. I've seen this cracker like three times live. Right? Damn. And um, every time he makes fun, because what happens is when he starts the concert, right? Some fucking Aussie in the front Sing row. Sing summer yeah. in the 69. And he'll, and he'll actually go, what? Summer 69? That's what he'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll say, let me explain how the show goes. The repertoire unfolds for you, which means that's one I play at the end. So motherfucking get some fucking cuts like a knife and shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then he says, please forgive me. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> and then everyone runs to him. <laughs> Ah, shit. Ah, well, after that fucking display, oh. let's hear some fucking Summer 69. Dudes. <laughs> I got my first real six string. Bought it at the five and done. Played it till my fingers bled. Was a summer of 69. That's where it's good stuff. Right, we want to get stuff. both the parts in that we both love of that Absolutely. song. Absolutely. Straight from the heart. It's iconic. I think that first chorus. Well, totally. We don't have really a chorus. It's a weird song. It doesn't have a lot of... Oh, yeah. It's a, it's it gets a, there eventually, but it's exactly. very much more verse-based. Yeah, a lot like that. little interesting tidbit for you. Please. Which you've seen three times. I don't know if he plays to this at the concert. It sounds like it's about the summer of 69, 1969. Yeah. He claims, though his writing partner does not, he says it's about the sexual position. So it's about summer of I got a BJ and I ate some burger? Yeah. At the what? same time. Whereas his writing part is like, no, it was about the summer of 60 fucking nine. How old is this guy? What was well, he, how this, old is this he song was out in 85. So 16 years after, which would make him, you know, arguably early 30s at the time. That makes sense. It's summer of 69, 15, 16, you're, you're having a sexual awakening. If you get a fucking 69 at the age of 15, you're very advanced as a man. Well, but this is a different time, Wayne. No, it was worse back then. Now kids are having fucking sex at 11. Mm-hmm. Back then, oh, wait, you had to- Oh, no. Look, no. I've heard this, all right? No. I don't know. I don't have kids. As I don't know. A, okay, no. fine. Not your kid, obviously, Paul. No. But some of these fucking bogans and gosnels. <laughs> so anyway. Um- <laughs> well, look, I, I'm glad that, it's, as I said, the most likely crossover on our list. So that's my three, your two. You're done. Therefore, when I can confidently say this, everything I do, I do it for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Heaven. <laughs> I'm out. I'm done. Okay, I'm out too. I'm out. <laughs> All right, so is it back to me for my number two? I believe so. My number two, Wayne, is not going to be on your list. <laughs> Relax. Nothing else Zero is Zero fucking tra- chance of this. And now I'm going to guess what it is. Okay. So back in 1987, Wayne, again, before we had met, last year of primary school for us, although these days year, year seven is now high school. Yes. In this particular song, struck a chord with young 
Me. Young Me, yes. Love the guitar. Not love a, not a surprise. the lyrics. Totally related to me. Played this song on endless fucking tape loop. Once I finally managed to pick it up on that. Would hang out again, a bit like Poison from Alice Cooper hang for on. on the radio. If I had to guess it here. Is, it's not a, quite a one-hit wonder, but they never achieved the acclaim of this song ever again. All right. Any ideas? Is it an Aussie band? Yes. It's fucking Run to Paradise. It is. That's what it is. It's fucking that's what it is. <laughs> fucking percent. I, I bet you the Yanks don't know this one. So. Well, this could be an absolute eye-opener for anyone who's out of country, but this was almost, an, well, it is still to this day an anthem for Australians. Yeah, what are they called? Choir Boys. Choir Boys, that's right. Well done, though, for picking that out out of my description. Well played. So here it is. Choir Boys, Run to Paradise. No, it was. You know what it is, right? If you grew up in this country, right? Especially at our age. In fact, only at our age. Um, <laughs> Probably. And this came on. This is such an iconic Aussie song that the Coca-Cola company used this song in one of their ads here and it fucking went off. Not that Coca doesn't ever do that. But it's, um, yeah, it does actually feel like, it does feel like summer. It does I feel would like love an Australian summer. if there was suddenly this surge of downloads of the Choir Boys Run to Paradise in the States and England. If, if, okay, we're going to check some Spotify hits yeah. right? and see what if this... It only does it by territory, so... Oh, what a shame. Uh, but yeah, that would be wonderful, man. Yeah, no, it's a, it, is a, it is a really fun song and it's a nice... The, we just played the chorus, pre-chorus part mm. there, but it actually ramps up real nice from, from when it starts. Yeah, unfortunately, well, apart from when we played <laughs> Summer of 69, we try to keep it to 20, 25 seconds <laughs> yeah. just in case they come knocking and we can say, but we're just advertising your song, Exactly. Man. Fuck on. you, Warner Brothers. Don't yeah. think they'll listen to us. But nevertheless, there it is. So, Wayne, take us back through your list and then reveal your best song rock song of the 1980s very muff okay my number 10 is jump by van halen nine here i go again white snake eight learning to fly pink floyd seven the boys of summer donna hezza um <laughs> six your love by outfield five the heat <laughs> of the moment by asia uh number four pour some sugar on me def leopard three El- saint almost fire by John Parr. <laughs> well, I remembered. Thank you. Number two is Summer 16. That's purely based off what the YouTube video said. I have no idea if that's true. No, it is. It actually is him. And my number one, you would think, like, this is, okay, it's another Van Halen song. So you might Whoa. argue that my list is a bit of a Van Halen sandwich. It is um, a Van Halen sandwich. And but, and what this one, the fuck? How is Jump not your number one? Van Halen's your favorite. Because I love this one more. And it's because I don't know what they're doing with the guitar, but it seems to be like there's a phaser on the guitar. And it's like, it's like both. It's like a... I don't know. I really love the way this song works, the way like the riff opens, and it also is probably the most. I don't know why, but when I hear Hairband, this is the one I hear in my head. It's called "Why Can't This Be Love" by Van Halen. I don't even know it. Oh come on! Let's see if you if you recognize it from the from the bite. Well, let's find out. Here we go. Honestly, yeah, you know, and we play a lot of jokes and give each other <laughs> shit on this show, as you would expect. But 
I think I've vaguely maybe heard it in yeah. like an 80s movie, but I don't recognize it. There's a bit like, there's sort of a bridge where the guitar clears with him and he goes, and that is a really, it's quite an electric part of the song. So I just, for some reason, have always loved this song. And yeah, you know, you try a little, there you go. It's a little left of right. Not quite what you expect. Yeah, I did not expect that at all. And I'm a little surprised that my number one's not on your list at all, Wayne. It's, but I respect it. I'm, I'm, I, I can think of about four that I think yours are. But let's, let's go, go through well, your let me list. run you through my 10 through two and then you can, okay, okay, we can play a little bit of guess Paul's number one, which is not piss. <laughs> <laughs> which I've guessed many times. It's <laughs> a shit joke. I'm sorry. That's a oh, number two. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. You beat me to There it. you go. My number 10, uh, Paul Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard. Number nine, Kickstart My Heart from Motley Crue. The Smith's House is now at number eight. Alice Cooper with Poison at seven. Six, the final countdown. Five, need you tonight from Excess. Four, Lou Graham's Midnight Blue. Three, the summer of '69 from Brian Adam- Adams. Number two, Choir Boys, Run to Paradise. One by one is a is a song, Wayne, the, from the very first album I ever bought on any format ever. Okay, hang, hang, hang. in uh, my entire life. There's your clue. What have you got? Is it Money for Nothing? No, but that is in my honorable mentions. Okay, is it? And the reason uh, I got dropped out. I have to be honest. Uses a word we can't use anymore. Oh, completely forgot yeah, about that. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Which, which Mark Knopfler has explained by saying, but he's meant to be a cunt, that guy. The guy, the singer. But also it was the 80s that yeah, you could say anything you, you wanted. It, but like, you know, I get it, I do, but I just didn't want to, you know. Completely forgot Sting's in that song. He is doing that. my yep. asshole. Yeah, so, uh, um, well, Tears for Fears is out. So let's no, think. Tears um, for Fears. I don't think that was rocky enough, to be honest. No, if it's, ooh, the only thing, other thing I can think of that's yours is, um, you know what? I got no idea now. Why don't you hit me with it, Paulie? All right, I'm just going to give it to you. Yeah, just give me the song. Let's give me the song. Straight into it. Here we go. Let's see how quickly you pick it up. The double fake there out. There it is. If Woo! I was a smarter man, I would have remembered that you fucking referenced it, and now I know. And I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, this, uh, this was absolutely... I remember the Slippery When Wet album. That's a great album. It was actually a great album. Wanted Dead or Alive. Holy shit, that's another great song. Wanted Dead or Alive. You Give I, Love a Bad Name. Yeah, that was Come a huge shock. And then, I have to be honest, that, those two aren't my second favorite Bon Jovi songs. My second favorite Bon Jovi song is Bad Medicine. Really? Love that fucking song. Do as well. you? Yep. What else Which did... just falls into the eighties and therefore would have been eligible for this list. But like I said, one song per band only. You know, I saw a meme recently which said, um, "When you give her that first inch of your dick, and then it's like, oh, whoa, we're oh, halfway oh, there." I saw that so much. Uh, <laughs> boy, that's funny and sadly true. So <laughs> apt. Is what Wayne's saying. Wayne, run us down your honorable mentions. Oh, God. All right, really quick, guys. We're not going to play them. Because no, we're not. Different. We're not. Free Fallen, Tom Petty. Yep, Just a little nice. quiet for me. Jesse's Girl, <laughs> Rick Springfield. Okay. Um, let's see. I pull that more as pop, but I get it. Again, that's why these didn't make the cut. I actually think Danger Zone is a rock song from the 80s. All right? Da, 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 you can win either way on that one. Exactly. Wild Boys, Duran Duran, uh, Burning Down the House, Talking Heads, oh. Just Like Heaven by The Cure. And... <laughs> this is a joke, but I've always loved this song. I think it's a gag. Eric Clapton, for The Color of Money, sang a song that went, It's in the world that she uses it. I know the song, but was that him? Is that the only version of it? 
Well, my version is shitty, but like the yes, that is the only version. Okay, that in that is, case, so I know what you're talking about. So there you go. My honorable mentions: Metallica one. I could have had. Yeah, I should have thought that. I could have had fucking Master of Puppets or Ride the Lightning or all those kind of film films. Sorry, songs. Guns and Roses, Welcome to the Jungle, probably uh, probably yes, my favorite. Yes. Just over Sweet Child of Mine and Paradise City from that era. You two desire, which is how I meant to start the episode and totally forgot until now. Ah, <laughs> yeah, that was a good song. Yeah, mentioned Death Leopard Rocket, mentioned Bon Jovi, Bad Medicine, mentioned Money for Nothing, Die Straits. We did Don't Stop Believing, I the Tiger by Survivor, and Beastie Boys. You got to fight for your right <laughs> to party. See, for they, for me, that's got to be rap, right? Uh, Beastie very, Boys are a funny thing. They There's are a definitely b- a rap band normally, but that song was as rocky as they get. So, what would you call Sabotage a rap song or a rock song? Well, it's got a lot of guitar it's in tough, there. Yeah, it's a, it's a real tough one. Whereas Body Moving rap song. Yeah, more death, more death. All right, cool. That's Alice. What about yours? Wrap up every episode of the podcast with your feedback on the topic at hand, the segment that we call the Pop 10. Talk about Pop 10. Talk about Pop 10. Kicking off this week's Pop 10 with Joy DeCala, one of the hosts of the So Wizard podcast. Do check those oh, fabulous people out. Number three, I can't hold back Survivor. Number two, Wanted. <laughs> Dead or Alive. By Bon Jovi. And number one, the final countdown from Europe. Daniel Lowe said, here we go. Bear in mind, I'm in my early 20s. Please be nice. Nice. Good. Number three, pour some sugar on me. Def Leppard. Number yeah. two, How Soon Is Now. Smiths, number one. Remembers the name. John Pass and Elmo's Fire. What up, dog? <laughs> you got it right. 20s, forget about it. You're on, baby. Grant Lanham said, cannot wait for Wayne's list of soft pop rock adjacent commercial hits. And I think you'll find. I, I think so well. Yeah. Full credit with credit's due. Well done, sir. But I do understand. Here's quick three. Ace of Spades, Mind Ahead. Should I stay or should I go to the Clash? And don't want to know if you are a lonely huskadoo. Look at that. This is some classicist yeah. shit right here. He's a little like, you know. Antoine, patron of the show, said, cold chisel, flame trees, choir boys, run to paradise. Yeah. And Dragon Rain is his number one. All Aussies. Wow. Lou Fryer said, into the fire from Dokken. I think is that the song from Nightmare on Street Three? Could be uh, number two, know. Night Train from Guns and Roses. Number one, Poison. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Your poison running through my veins. Oh, I see, I see. Matt Evans said, "Rose tattoo, we can't be beaten." Metallica, Fade to Black, and number one, Guns and Roses, Rocket Queen. Okay. Oh, I already know that one. B is all the other co-hosts that we watch. Think podcast, an excellent topic. Don't Stop Believing from Journey. There you go. House is now from the Smiths and from the edge of the deep green sea from The Cure. This is a man who has wow. a whole subsection of song of episodes about the perfect album along with Dave. Boom. Stephen Burns mentioned him at the top. Bad Medicine Bon Jovi. Living on a Prayer Bon Jovi. Wanted. Wanted. Dead or alive. From Bon Jovi. He's rounding out his three. Do you think he's a Bon Jovi fan? I think he might be. Aaron Lee said, with or without you, you too. I, the Tiger Survivor, and Down Under Men at Work. <laughs> I'll try this rock, but fine. I'd fine, yeah. So I was our top level page of the show, so Talk To Me Kiss. It has to be his favourite fucking episode oh, ever. Yeah, surely. Hammer to Fall Queen, and On The Eighth Day, A Kiss Again. I've heard of none of those. I must admit, <laughs> neither have I. Thank you. Oh, Hammer to Fall, I've heard of. Kerry Melville said, look, I've written this on Australia Day, so there's so many honourable mentions. I'm going to read out her three. Cold Chisel, Cheap Wine slash Bow River, and Midnight Oil, Power and the Passion slash Beds of Burning. That's a lot of threes there, Kerry. Number two, ACDC, Shoot Me All Night Long slash Back in Black. And number one, New Sensation slash What You Need. Can I admit something to you? Go on. I fucking hate K-San. 
I hate that song. Every I don't time think you're alone. I've got some friends who hate oh that song Oh, my too. God. Whenever I'm in a different country and there's an Aussie pub or something, someone rocks that out and everyone loses their shit and I'm like, I'm out. So I'm just like, some I just don't like it. local band here in some Perth that would always do a cover set and be like, now nah, start with what should be the Australian National Anthem. Aiden uh, Noah Clark said, uh, here's six because you get ten. Oh, I'll just read you to three. Number <laughs> three, Clash. No, sorry, Clan of Zymox Backdoor. The Smiths, that joke isn't funny anymore. And number one, The Cure, play for today. So Fucking some, hell. That's some alternative, alternative stuff right there. there. Erica San Pedro said, I'm going to be 500 miles. The famous, <laughs> just joking. There you go. Always new. Living on a Prayer, Bon Jovi, back in black ACDC. Another one, Bice Dust Queen in no particular order because there's too many to list. And the last one here from David Powell, the aforementioned, who wanted time to think about it at a concert that he was at, which I gave him because I'm a generous man, David. I'm generous. He said, number three. Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses. Number two, Tom Sawyer, Rush. And number one, the song we opened with Wayne, Don't Stop Believing. There you go. From it is a classic. Journey. There we are. Thank you so much. We got so much feedback this week. I know. A couple of weeks ago, we did the dumbest moments, and I read every bit of feedback because there wasn't anyone that really got back to us, which is reflected in the download numbers. This week, <laughs> this week, this down, this episode should download gangbusters because I could not possibly keep up. But I just want to say to everyone, I try and balance it out. I can't always get there. But if I haven't featured you in the last three or four weeks and you write in, fucking put a thing there saying, Paul, you never feature me, you cunt. Yes, call him cunt. And I will then feature you. Probably shouldn't read. <laughs> now everyone's going to call you a cunt. Now I probably shouldn't feature the cunt. That's why welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, how do the good folk get in touch with us? Let us know what's happening. Slash feedback on the show. Google the Countdown Podcast, find our socials and join up, including using the links in this message, or in you know this show notes thing. Yep. And uh, send us an email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com or check out our website, thecountdownpodcast.com. We're on Twitter at the Countdown PC. You can like and follow the show on Podbean, where we host. And that's really the important stuff, I think. Uh, apart that's from the, the show, website, folks. Yeah, we haven't decided what's happening for episode 461. That is by time of recording, at least a couple of weeks away, so we will discuss stuff. We'll come back to you. Check us out on the Facebook listening community there is where we will announce the show and ask for your feedback. Thank you so much again for joining us today. We hope you've had some bangers. We hope this can create a really cool playlist for you. Hell to, yeah, rock to out. Rock along. I'm, I'm going to make this for my trip to Japan. I'm going to be listening to this on the plane, man. Yeah, boy. Yeah, nice. Awesome. Thank you again so much for joining the show and listening to us today. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. This has been The Soundboard. Vindication! For a great era of music. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> See ya! See ya! Yeah. Well, I've got a question for you. What? Am I original? <laughs> Are you original? Am I the only one? Am I sexual? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I everything you need? You better rock, rock your, your body, body now. Everybody. <laughs> How do you know this song? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs>